Hello listeners. This is Future Avalon. Welcome to part 2 of our Boomaha Season 4 Premier Spooktacular. Get ready for some spooky tales and more laughs than you know what to do with. You may think that you are safe, but the future holds endless dangers and a fathomless sea of terrors. If only you could begin to imagine what is to come. Enjoy the show. I'm I'm gonna have to yeah, I'm gonna have to go back and say like that first story we we gave it a a hard time, but boy were we wrong. We did not know what we were in for, and you know what? This was my pick too, and I have to apologize. (laughs) Boy, how we both have been hoisted by our own petards. Oh my god. So hoisted. <laughs> um, Alright, so I'm going to um I'm looking through now. I'm gonna I'm I'm going to pre-scan these just to make sure that the last one that we do is actually good. Um As long as I'm not picking it, I'm sure <laughs> Okay, so I'm I'm looking the ghost in room two one three was boring as well. I guess we, we maybe we just um we just didn't get lucky with uh, with old Yellowstone. I guess nothing too spooky has happened there either. Dang. Um, I feel like now that like we've we've collectively dropped the ball two times. Like we gotta fucking we gotta pull something through in this one. Yeah. Well, I I can't take any responsibility for the next story that happens. This I know it's all it's. I feel, I feel guilty. It's mine to lose. Um, all right. Now I am just tempted to do the. There's one. It's it's from L.A., so it's a little bit further afield. But it's just called Juan stops flirting. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, is it about a horse, or are we gonna read that story? <laughs> Unclear. This is like I'm, I'm okay. So here's my thinking on this. We've tried to like find stories that sounded really cool. Yeah. And we've failed. So maybe yeah. the way to do it is to choose the story with the dumbest. The dumbest name of any of them. I, yeah, you might be onto something. Okay, then. Or at in... least just like a middling, interesting. <laughs> it's like okay. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do Juan stops flirting. Okay. Um, let me take. Are we pick... gonna write in just some weird like indigenous god shit? Oh again? god, I hope not. Yes. <laughs> again, like if it were, <clears throat> I remember like I had Puente on at one point, and we we read. Um, it was a story called like Spearfinger. Okay, that sounds interesting. And it turned out to be like a native myth and it was like really fucking spooky. Like and it was like horrifying and kind of graphic and, and grotesque. And so you know, you never know your luck in a big city. You never um, do, that's true. Alright, I I'm I I think this might be an okay one, actually. I'm excited to send these through I'm, now. I'm ready for an okay story. <laughs> it's look, I think I think that it's the least we deserve after trying so hard. <laughs> yeah, you got a story that's just alright. Awesome. I fucking take it. Alright. Ready? Alright, let's boogie. <laughs> let's do it. Okay. Juan stops flirting. Los Angeles. Maria was the mother of a large family. Six children had she <laughs> And she was very proud of them all. <laughs> I love that for six children had she. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. very. <laughs> really sets the tone here. Hey, it's jaunty. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's jaunty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, excellent. <laughs> Five of her boys and girls had good jobs, were married, and made her a grandmother. But oh, that one. He was her youngest boy, and such a wild one. He had a good job, mind you, and made a lot of money. But he refused to settle down. Seems fine. <laughs> yeah, what a, yeah, well, it's a mother. Yeah, fair. She has to, um, you know, get her fingies all up in Juan's business. Ew. He was always drinking and carousing around the city and flirting, flirting, flirting with the pretty girls. Never serious about any of them. Maria was in despair. 
She had lectured him and pleaded with him, but Juan just would not listen. She tried everything. Yelling at him, lecturing him, telling him he was wrong. <laughs> withholding her emotional support, withholding money, withholding his <laughs> welcome at her home. <laughs> Finally, she resorted to passive aggression. <laughs> <laughs> I am old, my son. Maria exclaimed one day. <laughs> oh, now she's just guilt tripping. And uh, 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 death anxietying him. <laughs> Maria exclaimed one day when Juan came to visit after work, I would like to hold your children in my arms before I die. Jeez. Morbid mom. What about all those other fucking grandchildren? Also, my parents just got two dogs, which is great for me. Nice. I have not heard a peep about grandchildren in months. Oh, yeah. No, my my parents gave up. That was like... (laughs) Congratulations. as, As soon as they saw how much I liked not having responsibility they were like (laughs) oh he figured it out fuck (laughs) yeah it either takes young or it doesn't (laughs) yeah it's it's uh it's it's like measles you get over a certain age and you're you're probably okay (laughs) yeah nonsense mother you will outlive all of us juan said cheerfully waltzing her around the kitchen and giving her a kiss on the cheek Now I must be off. There's a new girl serving drinks at the tavern, and she's a pretty one. Maybe a new daughter for you? (laughs) Juan winked at his mother. God, Juan, that's why you're not having any luck, is you're hitting on women when they're at work, and they have to get paid to be nice to you. I thought you were going to say, that's why you're not having any luck, you're flirting with your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, mean, I hope I hope the title is short for Juan Stops Flirting with His Fucking Mom, <laughs> and with fucking women just trying to do their goddamn jobs, not looking to be hit on at work, but that's... For, for anybody listening... Little pro tip, uh, wait for the bartender or the waiter or the waitress or the waitron to hit on you. Yeah. Do that. Don't be I a dick. A tip right there. Live your life. Tip well. Yeah, that's, that's your best bet. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, that is what you said last week. Maria called out the window as her son sauntered away. Oh, this is a horse story. <laughs> And the week before that, and the week before that, and the week before that. She's not going off the <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so long, I'll be dead before you return. In fairness, like based on Juan's behavior, she probably has some grandkids. Uh, she definitely does. Oh, from him, yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, you know, just just saying, this was pre-condom, I assume. Well, maybe he's saving his uh, flower for the right lady. Oh, that could be it. Yeah, that's he. He's I the. I guess men don't have flowers. He's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Just call him Neo. <laughs> Juan waved merrily at his mother and headed to the bar for a drink and a bit of flirting with the new girl. <laughs> a classic weekend pastime. What kind of lunatic puts that on the schedule? Like, all right, what's up tonight? <laughs> Flirting. <laughs> Patrick Bateman. <laughs> oh, not too much, mind you. <laughs> the amount of uh, sexually harassing a woman at her job. <laughs> he was getting tired of pretty girls showing up at his apartment weeping all over his carpet and claiming he had led them on. <laughs> oh, right. He was getting tired of having to murder them and find places to stuff their corpses. <laughs> <laughs> he was, it's, uh, yeah, I was so tired of asking people whether or not they liked Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> <laughs> I kept getting no's. <laughs> of course, the weepers were much better than the ones who threw things. <laughs> and even the throwers were better than the ones who showed up with their parents in tow. <laughs> He'd had to skip town a few times to avoid them. Now, as an editorial note, <laughs> the ones who show up with their parents in tow are 100% pregnant. <laughs> For sure. Those ones, and the, yeah, you know they weren't getting the bobos back then. <laughs> In um, LA, in that time, they'd have to go down to Tijuana, and they probably didn't yeah. come back. So no, I left no. just add them to his body count. <laughs> yeah, Juan kills seven. <laughs> <laughs> 
Pete had to skip town a few times to avoid them and change his name and his hair, color, and his face. <laughs> it wasn't, Juan mused, that he didn't want to get married. He just wasn't ready to settle down yet. There were so many lovely girls out there. Why settle for just one? Oh, he should have, someone should have told this fellow about polyamory, the future of <laughs> pretending that you're fine with everyone dating everybody. <laughs> like, you're never get like, look. I, I'm sorry if you have any polyamorous listeners, but. Look, I, I, I am firmly of the opinion that uh, in any polyamorous situation, one person will be fine with it. <laughs> But that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. You know, precludes the whole thing from being fine. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're never going to find somebody who's the same amount of fine with it as you are. And therein lies and if, the trouble. If there, if there are multiple people in the world who are fine with polyamory, I truly hope that they are destined to find each other. Look, absolutely. <laughs> All I, two of them. <laughs> I, 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 wish, I wish them the best. Yeah. Um... But uh, I think in a lot of cases, it's probably going to be like my uncle, whose wife said that she wanted an open relationship. And then a year later, she married that guy and divorced my uncle. Oh, uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> let him down easy, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's one word for it. <sighs> What's Juan up to? Juan took a seat at the bar and had a few drinks. The pretty server made him laugh a few times. And he thought about asking her to have dinner with him. Okay, maybe he is following the rule, sort of. Okay. Look, then I'm... the door... Oh, go ahead. I mean, for, for the time, I'm assuming that this is like 100 years ago. <laughs> I think that's probably the highest that the bar could be set. <laughs> like, he's <laughs> not he's not putting her in a burlap sack and taking her off to Spain, you know? Or like... if he is, he's going to wait until he's good and drunk first. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> Then the door opened, and a beautiful woman dressed in all black came into the tavern. Uh-oh. Oh. She wore a fancy black hat with veiling that softened and blurred her face a bit. <laughs> just a bit. <laughs> just a, yeah, just enough. <laughs> Every man in the room was staring at her, unable to look away. She just seethed with sensuality. Ew. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, Juan didn't, though. Juan decided then and there that he was going to ask her out. <laughs> He's removed his sights from this, this poor server. I kind of hope so, for her sake. For, for the sake of the server, I hope that she can just go about her day. <laughs> Yeah, like, I hope he goes and fucks this ghost and gets murdered by her, and then the server gets to just get paid. <laughs> I assume that's where this is going. <laughs> I hope I hope that the rest of the story is just like is just the server being like going about their shift and like you know get get to the get to the end of the shift counting out the tips and be like ah you know it was a pretty good day. Pretty good. Been to bed. Goes home, <laughs> eats soup. <laughs> Make bread, get some extra produce next time at the grocery store. <laughs> Uh, the woman sat down at a table in the corner. She was immediately surrounded by men wanting to buy her a drink. She fended them off with a wave of her black gloved hand. Her voice, Juan noted, was deep and sultry. <laughs> he decided to bide his time. He would approach, uh-oh, he would approach her after she left the bar. That's when women really want to be approached. When you chase them out of the bar... Trouble. And they're ready to leave, and you can. See, they're walking towards their car, and now you can know what car is theirs and follow them home. Yeah, it's best. It's best if you wait until there's a parking garage or an enclosed structure. Um, yeah, 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 you yeah. Know, make literally the worst choice you possibly could. Great. <laughs> Somewhere with a roof and few exits. <laughs> he kept drinking and flirting with the server, watching the woman out of the corner of his eye. Oh, so the server's not even off the hook. Oh, God, this poor Fuck. server. She had two drinks and then got up to leave. The eyes of every man in the room remained glued to her until the door closed behind her. What a comfortable evening she must have had. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, she's wearing a veil. She clearly does not want to be stared at. Look, this widow's hot. <laughs> <laughs> 
This deep-voiced widow is really <laughs> doing it for me. Nothing's hotter than despair. <laughs> Juan was ready. He had already paid for his drinks. Now he slipped out the back door and around the alleyway to the oh sideways page. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> to the front of the tavern. <laughs> the woman was walking slowly up the street. Every move she made breathed sensuality. I'm sure it did, Juan, and you're not just reading this into her. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I could tell from how she walked away from me that she was into me. <laughs> Juan's heart was beating fast with excitement as he hurried after her. Senorita, wait, please, Juan called. The woman stopped and turned to face him. The veil obscured her features... And Juan wondered eagerly what she would look like when he drew close enough to see behind the veil. Is it is it just going to be his mom teaching him a lesson? <laughs> oh God, <that's>, I really <laughs> hope so. You wish to speak to me? Oh, sorry. <clears throat> you wish to speak to me, senor? The woman asked in her deep, sultry voice, the sound of which sent thrills down Juan's spine. <laughs> <laughs> this was a woman worth having, he thought as he stopped at her side. Ah. Ugh, Juan, <laughs> gross. Disgusting, man. Are, do, you, do you think Juan ever thinks about whether he's a man worth having? <laughs> I picture Juan as being Pepe Le Pew, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is stinky. <laughs> stinky man. I was wondering if you would like to have dinner with me, Juan asked. To his embarrassment, his voice cracked like a schoolboy. <laughs> uh, I was wondering if you would like to have uh, dinner with me. Sorry, I had to reread the line. I, I appreciate that. Well, I'll, yeah, no we'll, we'll splice that in. <laughs> okay, perfect, yeah. I really just want to fully illustrate this this tale. All of his polish seemed to melt away before this woman in black. I was just like, Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, I was about to say he's Giuliani-ing. <laughs> <laughs> he looked hard into her face, trying to see her features behind the thin veil, but they were blurred. Are you my mom again? <laughs> <laughs> he caught a glimpse of a rounded cheek. And the glow of a dark eye. <laughs> oh, good. She has a face. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I have dinner with you? You spent all evening flirting with the server, the woman said coolly. Classist? She fucking called him out. I love it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was leaning my head sideways and my headphones fell off. Oh no. My microphone with them. Okay. <laughs> Juan flushed. We're just friends, he stammered. <laughs> Does the girl think you are just friends? asked the woman. She, she means nothing to me, Juan said desperately. Please, senorita, please have dinner with me. <laughs> You're you're really capturing the patheticness of this character. I love it. I'm just um I, I'm from him. I'm taking inspiration from every man I've ever spoken to in my life. <laughs> uh, nothing personal, Avalon. <laughs> no, that's that's entirely fair. We are ghouls. <laughs> and if I have dinner with you, what then? Asked the woman. Will you leave me in the morning like you have so many others? Okay, this is definitely his mom. <laughs> Are you going to leave me like you've left so many others, proving your mom right again, again? <laughs> your poor, long-suffering mother? <laughs> her sultry voice burned like fire through Juan. His body was aflame with desire. <laughs> Like he jumped into a gaping mud volcano. <laughs> in, that mo in that moment, Juan would have said anything, done anything to persuade the woman to have dinner with him. Oh, I would never leave you, senorita, Juan swore rashly. <laughs> what a rash swearing. <laughs> Never is a long time, the woman said softly. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
There was an edge to her voice that grated a bit on Juan's inflamed senses. She sounded smug, as if she had been waiting for just such a promise. <laughs> Are you prepared to put that in writing? The woman added. <laughs> <laughs> I think Juan should just walk away and <clears throat> speak to a woman again. No, I mean, like, based on my experience, whenever you uh, are in what is obviously like a parable and then somebody shows up and makes a creepy overture towards signing a contract for something that has no monetary value, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Actually, maybe more relationships should start with a signed contract. Yeah, a situation like this is why I can never die. <laughs> <laughs> but but if I do, I'll go to hell. Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> A sudden breeze blew around Juan's cheek, and the woman's veil fluttered a moment. Underneath the veil, Juan caught a glimpse of fathomless black eyes lit by tiny red flames, of pointed white teeth almost hidden by blood-red lips, and he got the biggest boner he had ever got in his life. <laughs> yeah, it checks out. Yeah. <laughs> For the first time, he noticed that her hat was perched upon her head strangely, as if, as if, <laughs> as if it was covering two small horns. <laughs> so specific. Yeah. Hmm, that hat looks like maybe it's covering two small horns. Huh. <laughs> what a weird thing. Like, can you imagine somebody, you walk by somebody with like a slightly crooked baseball cap and you're like, two horns. Hey, why are there two small horns under there? <laughs> The woman pulled her veil back into place with one hand. In the other hand, she now held a large book. <laughs> Uh-oh, she's learned. <laughs> <laughs> Quietly, she turned to me and said, Wouldst thou like the taste of butter? <laughs> <laughs> cool, I love it. <laughs> now, it's, now it's getting real spicy. <laughs> The fire in Juan's blood turned to ice. He backed away suddenly, staring at the veiled face of the woman and then at the black book she carried. What? It was it was a copy of The Joy of Sex with all those two realistic <laughs> illustrations of pubic hair. <laughs> yeah, someone spent a lot of time on those. The fact that they just didn't like doctor up their hairlines a little bit, like like that one dude didn't need to be that bald. Right? <laughs> like, they're going for realism, but honestly, it's kind of distracting at a certain point. It's like now every time I have sex, I can't help but think of that guy who looks like my uncle Al. <laughs> what did she ask him to do? If you sign the book, I will have dinner with you. The eye is italicized, by the way. <laughs> the woman in black said enticingly. <laughs> but her voice had lost its charm. Oh. No. If, uh, if, if... <laughs> if, if you sign the book, I will have dinner with you. <laughs> the woman <clears throat> But her voice had lost its charm. All Juan could think of was the glimpse he had caught of black eyes lit with red flame, of pointed white teeth almost hidden behind a blood-red mouth. Juan let out a terrified shriek. Ah, and <laughs> down the street. <laughs> I mean, in a like in a way, like that's like the safest part of the like you, you know that it's a transactional situation now and like you can <laughs> yeah. you can feel out the, the the terms of the contract and see if it, it is for you you know if, mm -hmm. if if somebody's trying to sell you something they're not gonna not gonna eat you until they get that sale yeah well no he's got the terms they're very reasonable i think he's overreacting <laughs> i think so too i think you should i mean she didn't say who's gonna pay so he might still have some leverage there yeah. you know yeah. free dinner nothing wrong with that Behind him, he heard the woman laughing. A mocking voice called, What? You do not wish to flirt with me, Juan? <laughs> it's totally his mom. This is like a total scared straight thing. <laughs> Juan ran for his life. He had never told the woman, or whatever it was, his name. 
No, oh. he just sat there three feet away from her talking to a bartender for three hours. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't ever talk about himself in a third person <laughs> during that time. <laughs> Juan loves to flirt with you. <laughs> Juan's going to make a woman out of you. <laughs> Juan doesn't believe in tipping, though. <laughs> of course not. Uh, Juan forgot his wallet at home. <laughs> you put this on Juan's tab. <laughs> His parents' house was closer than his own, and it was full of religious icons. <laughs> he would, Juan felt, be safe there. He skidded in the door, almost knocking his mother down in his haste to reach shelter. Juan, what, what is it? What is wrong? Maria asked. While tucking a veil <laughs> back into the closet. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wiping the blood-red lipstick <laughs> off of her mouth. <laughs> In a voice hoarse with fear, Juan told Maria about the woman in black and her book. Uh, I think it was the devil, Juan <laughs> concluded, a shudder passing through his body. I think the devil was trying to make me sign over my, my, my soul. Whatever's left of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maria nodded her head, but very wisely said nothing. <laughs> Although she wondered if this demonic encounter was the answer to her prayers for her son. <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic fucking mom. It's like, it's yeah. like, oh, you, the devil almost got you. Well, maybe this will make you change your ways. Yeah, well, that's what you get. I hope you learn something from this. <laughs> she offered Juan some tea and then tucked him into the spare bedroom for the night. <laughs> Aww, that's all he needed was a little mommy tucking. It's that room that used to be his, but now it's just full of like workout equipment and yeah. like, you know, a closet where she's like, You gotta get this stuff out of here. Come on. <laughs> Maria did not see much of her youngest son for the next several months. Then one evening he called and invited himself to dinner. He brought with him a very pretty, very religious girl <laughs> whom he introduced to both his parents. <laughs> They had, Juan explained, met at church. <laughs> Maria. <laughs> Boy, he's really turned his life around. Uh, scared straight, man. That's uh... <laughs> yeah. now he now he can uh, mentally scar a woman who's already been repressed by a life of uh, religious devotion instead of a woman who's. Uh, you know, got her shit together enough to go out on it. You know. Listen here, the devil exists, and she's hotter than you. <laughs> Juan still sucked. <laughs> yeah. But at least he had found God. <laughs> Maria was impressed. Never before had Juan brought a girl home to meet them, and in the past he had refused to attend church. After dinner, Juan announced his engagement to Therese. His father gave a hearty shout of congratulations and shook his son's hand. Over his father's shoulder, Juan met his mother's eyes and grinned ruefully. Maria grinned back. Then she stepped forward to hug her youngest son and bride-to-be. Juan had stopped flirting at last. <laughs> That's the name the of the end. story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was dumb. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to I'm going to walk that back. That was a great story with a great lesson. <laughs> yes, it was. Don't flirt. Only get married. Don't flirt with bartenders. Yeah, yeah. If we just we let's just stop the stop at the part where the the devil tries to like kill him or whatever because he was flirting with the bartender. I the reason the devil showed up was that it was sin night. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, you'll notice that in, in Juan's long career of flirting, nothing, there was no devil until he, you know, bothered this woman at her job. So that's what happens when you bother women at their jobs, you meet the devil <laughs> and you think the devil is totally going to bone you and then you get turned down. 
<laughs> I would have loved just like an like an extra like five pages of being like, well, okay. When we say, look, look, I know you're the devil. Uh, so when you say dinner, do you mean like hand and mouth stuff, or like what are we talking about here? It's uh, <laughs> yeah, always a catch. What is it going to be? Tapas? Ugh. <laughs> It's never enough food. <laughs> it's like, look, I mean, normally I would support eating something that's a little bit lighter based on like what the rest of the evening is going to be. But the fact that you're the devil and can probably like magic the hamburger out of my stomach so that we can get it on later <laughs> makes me think that I should be getting a little bit more out of this deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fair. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. I like that one. I wasn't terribly spookified, but I'm going to give that one. Um, Four out of five young women's lives in Los Angeles ruined by Juan's unprotected sex. <laughs> wow. Um, four, wow. That's very generous. Four, four out of five south of the border uh, back alley abortions, I guess, uh, would, be, <laughs> would be more realistic. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm going to give it um, uh, three and a half times that... Uh, it just feels better if we don't use a condom. Babe. I'll just pull out. I promise. It'll be fine. It's never gone wrong ever. That's not what your parents said. That's not what my parents said. Uh-uh. Yeah. It's fine. Oh boy, guys are dumb. That's uh, the moral of the story. Men are dumb. Yeah. People I, in general, but yeah, mostly pretty much men. Yeah, look, look I, I think... from a place of love. I want them to be less dumb. We, look, we all do. Um, no, actually, I want them to be, like, colossally more dumb to the point that they, like, wipe themselves out in, like, early adolescence. <laughs> <laughs> That could work too. That's yeah. Either way, just the level of dumbness right now is really not acceptable. It's that thing where it's like it's it's not it's it's not bad enough to to solve the problem, and it's not good enough to solve the problem. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, okay, that one. I think we we ended on a high note there. And... I think so too. I think there are some really important lessons to take from that story. Um, I completely Listen agree. To um, I think I just accidentally turned on my speaker. Um, oh. uh, but yeah, okay. So that one, I'm gonna yeah, given that one four out of five. Um, well, the campfire is burning low. The metaphorical internet digital campfire is burning low. Um, so while I uh, douse the flames, uh, do tell me uh, about this spooky ghost tour story that you that you mentioned earlier oh the ghost tour uh well i finished talking about the ghost tour and the end of that story was the guy didn't fucking tell us shit and it was really disappointing <laughs> or no but, yeah there was another... <laughs> yeah i remember the other thing i was telling you about which is that at the infinity room formerly yes. capital city theater uh, which is the venue here in Salem, which everyone should come visit once we're open. Amazing, uh, come get food. Amazing, awesome. beautiful place. Uh, once the world exists again, you should go there. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and the food is dank as fuck. Nice. Um, but yeah, so this this venue is built directly, like the floor is literally on top of a swimming pool. Um, what used to be a swimming pool anyway. The hole is still there. Um, I have been inside of the pool. There is a tiny hole in the floor. And, uh, if you stick a ladder and then, <clears throat> you know, a, a light in there, you can climb down into the pool. Now, let me, let me stop. Yes. Let me stop you right here for a second. Go um, ahead. I hate everything about what you're saying. <laughs> um, That's fair. That's totally fair. As, as somebody who saw that one episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark about the disused pool in the school. Mm-hmm. Um, Classic. Yeah, this is trouble. Everything you're saying is triggering a flight or fight response in me. Go on. Well, I mean, so I went down into this pool and I hung out for a little bit and it definitely felt very spooky. And there were definitely uh, a shit ton of spiders everywhere. Oh, yeah. That'll happen. Yeah. Lots of spiders. They love to go swimming. They do. They love <laughs> pools. They love they love maxing and relaxing at the swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, the reason 
uh, that the pool was shut down. Mm, here it comes. Uh, do you want to guess? Um, I am going to, I mean, I want to say like, I want like a safe estimate would be like somebody died in it, but I think the yeah, thing that... little boy died in it. Yep. There you go. Yep. yep little boy drowned right under, directly under the floor where you can enjoy some of the finest comedy and music and vegan food that the Northwest has to offer. Um, the Infinity Room. Uh, so we have our very own ghost whom I have not encountered um, and I don't. I haven't heard of anyone else having any experiences with this little fella, but I'm hoping, you know. I mean, is he's just locked beneath the floorboards? <laughs> well, yeah, and then so we're surrounded on either side of us in the building are churches, <laughs> so that and also on top of us actually, the church next door owns the uh, upper floor <laughs> and parts of the basement. So it, you know, maybe it's just churches keeping a little boy ghost at bay. Yeah, uh, it's hard to say. I guess it's like, um, you know, when you hold two live wires next to each other and like a spark jumps across the gap. Yeah. And, you know, anything that yeah. moves through it's that like gap that. would just be electrocuted and die. I feel like the like the infinity room is like a ghost trap where it's like if a ghost <laughs> moves through the it. beam between the churches. <laughs> I could totally see that. <laughs> um, you know, I remember I just remembered another spooky experience I had. Which ooh. I may have told you about the last time I was on your podcast. But uh, I may not have, but it's, I, it's very brief anyway. Yeah, get it. Oh, actually, I just thought of two. <gasps> oh, my God. This always fucking happens. Like every yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. The power um, of repression. Want... I'm going to give you a choice of right. which, what order you want to hear them in. They're both, they're short. Okay. Uh, do you want to hear the story of the um, spooky attic or the spooky abandoned hotel? Ooh, I'm going to save abandoned hotel for last because those are always aces. Okay, I think you made the right choice. Awesome. So, in my dorm in school, um, there was I lived on the top floor, on the third floor, mm-hmm. and there was this door in the hallway, which is always locked, and we found out that it was the door that leads to the attic, and uh, then one, one drunken evening, my friends and I are fucking around in the dorms, <laughs> and we find that this door has been left unlocked, which is very exciting. Um, Ooh, unlocked. For some reason, unlocked, it's unlocked. by whom? Or what? I don't know. Very <laughs> mysterious. So we go in. We go into this attic, and it's I. I want to say it's you know one or two in the morning, and um, we go up there, and there's like a bunch of you know old furniture and like old desks, and there's even like a really old TV and stuff, and we're walking around, and everything's dusty and weird, and mm-hmm. which, looking back, it's like, I don't know why this would have been left unlocked, because there wasn't anything up there that it, it seemed like it had been used or necessary for a while, so I, I don't know. Ooh, that makes it so, spookier. Yeah, so we're, yeah. So we're exploring this spooky attic, and uh, we go through this door that's up there, and we see on the wall in front of us is um an outline of a person and Hmm. and a bunch of little marks in it where somebody had been practicing throwing knives (gasps) oh no it was so spooky um well uh trouble that's not good Trouble with a capital T, and that rhymes with P, and that stands for put down the goddamn knives, you fucking psycho, which also starts with P. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think what happened is that you found the RA's therapy room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would have needed it with us, us hooligans running around, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> If you had if you had poked around in the attic a little bit more, you would have found like the little Manila envelope with all of your like headshots in it. <laughs> just like I'll just swap it. Who's gonna get the knives tonight? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah no. I don't. It it seemed like no one had been up there in a long time. From I mean, from what I remember, which is very unreliable. But yeah, there was definitely, and I think oh, on the on the on the wall there was written. A name next to it. Oh it no! Was, God, I want to say it was Jeff, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Yeah, that's that. That sounds right. I, I guess I've known a couple nice Jeffs, but a lot of the Jeffs I've known have been real fucking shitholes. 
<laughs> it could have been Kevin too, to be fair. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, I I think the thing that you found uh, is. It, at some point in the future, there's going to be like a picture of it in a courtroom with a subtitle that says Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope so. And I hope they call me as a witness because I would love to revisit it. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I want yeah, to. Was... I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know. The door was never left unlocked again. Oh, damn. <clears throat> it was super spooky. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, now this this haunted hotel has a lot to live up to. Uh, it really does. I really hope that it lives up to it. Um, <laughs> Do okay. tell. So I wonder if I can find this place. It's the. So it's in, um, it's in California. In um... damn, where is this fucking hotel? It's uh, I want to say it's in Sonol, maybe, which is, um, pretty close by to where I grew up. Sure. Uh, which Sonoma also has a spooky water temple, but that's not, it's not as spooky as this hotel. Exciting. Um, <clears throat> I've been to this, is it, uh, Niles Canyon, maybe? Well, there's a Niles Canyon ghost, which is a thing. No. Oh. But, um, yeah, if I can find that thing, I will let you know. Hmm. Um, but anyway, so my buddy, uh, is into spooky business. And uh, he invites me and a couple other people to go check out this spooky haunted hotel, which has been um, torn down. And it was like this super luxury hotel, so it was big and fancy. Okay. Um, in its heyday, and like celebrities would go stay there, you sure. know, like yeah. old timey celebrities. Um, your Greta's Garbo and your yes, yes. Clark's Gable. Yes, exactly. Um. And, um, but it had been abandoned and became totally dilapidated and, uh, like, um, so to get there, there's not really a road that gets there. So we had to park. Oh, no. Yeah. So we had to park next to this, like, closed, um, closed down, uh, like, uh, convenience store. <laughs> like gas station but like an old timey kind you know sure sure so we park there and we walk for um, i don't know i want to say maybe a 25 minute walk or so to get to this place and we're going like the the kind yeah. of the kind of distance where like you're you're like you're you're getting to the place and you're like well if anything happens here we're <laughs> fucked because this is a yes. half hour out yes exactly <laughs> um <laughs> exactly um, cause yeah, we're, we're on, uh, I want to say it's off of 84, which stretches of that are really just, uh, very much abandoned feeling like there's mm -hmm. nothing, you know, nothing super nearby. Desolate, so this, spooky. This spooky, desolate road. Yeah. Um, parked right off of there and then we walk away from the road and, um, we're going like through through these fields and, and some just sort of rolling hills woods area and uh we're going along this path and on our way there we start hearing uh these coyotes Ooh. which is super spooky to hear a bunch of coyotes echoing because uh, we're in like we're in a valley so you can really hear them echoing oh and god sort of like oh but you know it's fucking terrifying like, sound. And at the best of times, coyotes sound like the devil. Like they they yeah. don't sound like they're of this world. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not like a wolf howling. It's like a yelping. Like, yeah, it's. It's like terrifying. the it's the sound of the Byron ghost hotel. of a wolf. That's what it is. The Byron Hotel. Ooh, the what? The what now? It's called the Byron Hotel. Ooh, Byron Hotel. Okay, looking at it. Old up. Byron Hot Springs Hotel. I didn't even realize it's for hot springs. It's in Byron, California. I guess. Okay. So anyway. So we're going out to the Byron Hotel. I am looking at it. It is a weird cube. Is it? Or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like it's like a it's like a long it's like a Lego brick. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it's all it's all kind of burned out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's so. Yeah, that's where we were. So we walk to this place, and we go inside, and there's you know there's the graffiti everywhere, and we're we're going up these stairs, and everything's kind of crumbled and falling apart, Oof. and it's very spooky. And then we start seeing um, shotgun shells. Uh, 
You know, we're seeing, like, bottles and trash and shit, and then we're like, wait a minute, these are fucking shotgun shells here. This is not cool. Like, that's troubling, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> like, uncomfortable. And we're like, whatever, you know, well, we're here, we're still gonna look around. So we're looking around, we're checking out the cool graffiti, because, like, it's a fucking awesome place. It's really, really cool, really spooky. Mm-hmm. And then we go and look out one of the windows, and we see behind this hotel are some trailers just like a few trailers oh no camped out hotel. on on a scale of one to ten how inhabited did the trailers look they looked like there were people in them (laughs) like there weren't lights on but it was like you know they weren't like abandoned they were like someone had set up shop here you know, it was late at night, so presumably they were probably asleep if there were people in there, which I it felt it seemed like there were. Look, I mean, you know? either like one of two options: either they are asleep or they are lurking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh and there no. Was by a security guard too. Did we get caught by a security guard, or did we just like find out later that there were security guards detailing there? I don't know. But sure. anyway. So we left real fast. And yeah. It was real spooky. <laughs> that... yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> l- listeners, check out pictures of the Byron Hotel and click on the pictures of the inside of it and imagine that you're in there at one in the fucking morning and you find shotgun shells and you look out the window and see there are trailers and then you're like, oh, uh, this is, I'm not supposed to be here. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the pictures of the interior and it's like... Um... You, you know, when you find something that's, like, like really, like, capital A abandoned, like, you know, oh, nobody's yeah. been here in a hundred years. You're like, all right, yeah. that's fine. But It is crumbling. But, like, you look at this and it's like there's, like, graffiti and stuff. It looks... Yeah. It's almost scarier when a place like that isn't fully abandoned because you're yes. like, yeah, there could be people here. That's exactly. worse. Exactly. And they could have some motives which are different than ours which we're uh-huh. used to go there and get creeped out so you know mission accomplished and like it looks like what this is a place that's not like super f- where where is it i think it's like, i'm pulling it up on on the old map arena <clears throat> yeah it's um, um you're not like you're you're as close to sacramento as not and like so it's so much farther than i thought it was I guess. Yeah. Okay. So it's. Let's see. I guess what is it? I guess it's it's fairly far away. You're not actually that close. I guess I was gonna say like, just listening to like all listening to all of like Mike's okay, like, all of all of all of like Mike's Sacramento or like like that area of California stories. Where it's like, and then the meth Nazis showed up. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, this it definitely feels like one of those places where you. Like, a ghost is probably the best case scenario. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it turned out it was, the, you know, we were, we thought, we went in thinking we were going to be scared by <laughs> ghosts. And we left rem- reminded that people are the scariest ghosts <laughs> of all. The, the, <laughs> the real monster was man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's terrifying. Yeah, that's. Uh... Yeah, it was. It was really <clears throat> scary. It was fun. Oh. Um, well, uh, now that I have, I have successfully doused the fire, buried it and observed it for several hours to make sure that it is dead out. Only you. Good. Very safe. Appreciate that. Look, look, only only you, and by you I mean I. Um, <laughs> uh, do tell people uh, where they can find you. Oh, sure. Uh, well, let's let's begin with I host a uh, an online comedy party game show awesome. every other Tuesday on twitch.tv slash live. Uh, which is also the name of the show, Truth or Dare Live. It's a show where I get six comedians to tell me a secret truth about themselves. I get dares suggested from the audience, and I have the comics perform, and then I read them a truth, and they have to guess whose it is. It's very fun. Everyone does dares. It's a super great time. That's every other Tuesday at 8 p.m. 
um, Pacific. I'm sure you have listeners in multiple time zones. Um, yeah. So I think logistically is... we must. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Uh, the next show is, I don't know when this comes out, but the next show is February the 2nd. Um, mm-hmm. Just so that you know oh, yeah. which Tuesday is of the, you know, every other ones. Um, but also all the shows are up on twitch.tv slash truth or dare live. I put, I save the entire episodes or entire shows and um, I cut out clips and stuff. So if you want to check them out, then please do. And uh, that's free. You don't need an account to watch them, but you can make one. Um, if you want to live a comment along with the show and um, otherwise I'm on Instagram at Emma Pace J you can see pics of my dog if I allow you to follow me because it's <laughs> private <laughs> as everyone on the internet should be it should be right it's not like a, ooh, I don't want anyone to follow it's just like I want to know who's doing it you know yeah yeah you want like um, we're not asking for two-factor authentication here but one factor is reasonable I think so. I think one factor should be the minimum. Um, I'm also on Twitter. I'm trying to get better at tweeting. So my Twitter is the last uterus. All one word. (laughs) That's my favorite Star Wars movie. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Um, I I also have uh, a co-host on another podcast called The Pod Chaos. Spelled like it sounds. uh, Where some comics and I talk to other comics about comic things and we play games and it's a very silly good fun time dope all right guys that it's it's perfect quarantine uh time usage like go go check them out (laughs) um and you can uh you can find me on instagram as at that avalon um and I guess I'm on twitter I got several likes recently for for uh (laughs) for a thing that made me feel good for a minute and uh, reinforced my belief that Twitter is evil and and uh, <laughs> and uh, just plays to our baser instincts and I might as well yeah. just go do some meth. Yeah, dude, Twitter is <laughs> fucked up. It is the myth of social media. Every time I get on it, I just get so angry about everything. Oh, God. Well, He's on that... that alone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go live in the woods forever. <laughs> Good plan. Uh, I'll turn right. you into different ones. <laughs> well, on that note, um, I don't know. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> if you dare. <laughs> <laughs>